Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, episode 153, The Art of Failing Toward Greatness. This episode is brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, enabling successful leaders and companies to accelerate to their next level of success on the web at businessadvance.com. And now, here's Pam and Scott. Thanks, Chris. I'm Pam Harper, founding partner and CEO of Business Advancement Incorporated. And sitting right across from me, as always, is my business partner and husband, Scott Harper. Hi, Scott. Hi, Pam. It's great to join you again for another episode of Growth Igniters Radio. And as always, our purpose is to spark new insights, inspirations, and immediately useful ideas for visionary leaders to accelerate themselves and their companies to their next level of game-changing innovation, growth, and success. Now, Pam, we talked a lot about how if you're going to keep bringing new dreams to life, you know, getting to that next level, you need to be willing to break free from the status quo. But the fact is that it's natural to feel some discomfort with the uncertainty that comes with doing that deliberately, deliberately stepping away from the tried and true. That's right. No matter how much you try to control for what should happen, it's just not possible to control for everything. You got that right. The hard truth about leading through uncharted territory is that you need to be able to navigate through failure. Yeah, it can feel like a roller coaster sometimes. And at times, you might even wonder if you have exactly what it takes to succeed. That's true. Well, the good news is there's always opportunity embedded in failure. And our guest today has written a book in which he shares how he and his team have been able to use failure as a springboard to keep bringing big dreams to life. He is returning guest Brian Scudamore, founder and CEO of O2E Brands. Brian is a serial entrepreneur and author who has always taken the road less traveled. At just 19 years old, he pioneered the industry of professional junk removal with 1-800-GOT-JUNK, turning a chore people avoid into an exceptional customer service experience. He then scaled that success into three more home service brands, Wow One Day Painting, You Move Me, and Shackshine, all under the O2E brand's banner. Now, we first interviewed Brian on Growth Igniters Radio in 2015 when we first started, right, when he shared what he'd learned about the ins and outs of business by being an entrepreneur. Most recently, Brian has described the philosophy behind his success in his book, WTF, that is, Willing to Fail, How Failure Can Be Your Key to Success. Brian is also a frequent contributor to business publications, including Forbes, Profit, and the Globe and Mail's Leadership Lab. We'll have a link to Brian's first interview with us and other resources for this conversation at growthignitersradio.com, episode 153. Brian, welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio. Thanks for having me back, you guys. Happy to be here. Yes, and congratulations on this book. You know, I consumed it in one sitting, which for me is a real miracle. I don't usually do that, but it was such a wonderful story, and I love the way that you expressed yourself on this. Oh, thank you. It was a fun book to write and create and to take 30 years of failures and put them all together, woven into one story of 30 years of how we've really made the leap from one truck to a business today, well, four businesses today that total $440 million in revenue across Canada, the United States, and Australia. So lots of learning, lots of fun, and glad you guys took a good read. 
Yes, who says you can't have opportunity and failure? So now, as you state in your book, you've always taken the road less traveled. How has that contributed to your willing-to-fail philosophy? Tell us about that. I think as an entrepreneur, I haven't been afraid to go against the grain. If you look at my childhood in school, I was the kid that was always acting out and trying to make jokes. I was the class clown. I was the rule breaker. I was the disruptor before disruption was cool. Mm-hmm. And I, I really just looked at uh, my life as one, this journey where I would do things differently. And if somebody said, hey, that's a bad idea, that almost lit a fire underneath my feet for me to pursue that idea. So dropping at a college to become a full-time junk man. I remember sitting down with my father, who's a liver transplant surgeon. He, of course, has done more schooling than anyone I've really ever met. You can imagine him hearing me say, wow, I'm, I'm quitting school to become a junk man. What, what a bad idea is, what, is how he saw it. What a great mm-hmm. opportunity is how I saw it. So not afraid to go against the grain and to do things differently. And that's really, I think, as an entrepreneur, if you take Jeff Bezos as an example, he starts an online book retailer and every article and everyone in the beginning was so critical saying that would never work. And today he's got one of the biggest companies on the planet, not just no longer just selling books, but selling everything you can possibly buy because he believed and he made a decision against what all others had believed. Yeah. Now, Brian, when you were our guest three years ago, you were at an earlier stage in your entrepreneurial journey. Uh, you just, I think, started Shack Shine. Now you're even more successful and you're continuing to grow, continue to take chances. What drives you to keep taking these risks, to step away from what is success now into success tomorrow? This can put your current success in jeopardy. Yeah, a few things, Scott. I love having fun doing whatever I'm doing. So I fire up the passion. I just get excited about ideas and go all in. And so for me, what keeps me going, what gets me up in the morning, great people building something much bigger and better together. If I look at what we're creating, Shack Shine is the newest example in brand, windows, gutters, power washing. You say, hey, we're, Brian, you're so much more successful than you were three years ago. Well, the business has grown. Shackshine has over 40 franchise owners, but we've made some mistakes. We've had some leadership changes. We've had different challenges. Mm -hmm. It's the learning and taking those new growth moments and saying, oh, here's another failure. What do we do differently this time? And it just keeps it exciting. It's fresh. A lot of entrepreneurs get out there and start new businesses. I believe in building this one big flagship O2E Brands with a lot of great people together. I'm not looking to sell the company, to take it public, to cash out. I'm not a money-motivated guy. I'm a growth in in people and a growth and opportunity-driven guy. And that's what makes it so fun. That really came out in your book. So there's always something next. Going back to the whole idea of embracing your own mistakes and failures, and those are the people you lead. I, I know that you've said that it can be frustrating. The average person says, wow, you know, it's not going the way I think. What keeps you excited about that? And the thing is that it's not just you being excited by the possibilities and, okay, I can I can fail now. You have more and more and more people working for you. How can you lead them so you can fail forward together? Yeah, I think it depends how you look at the failure. And, and Pam, you say the average person might look at it and go, oh, things aren't going as planned. The way I would language that in my head is say, wow. How fantastic, how exciting, how interesting. What can I learn here? 
And yeah, I'm a human being. I get my days of depression where I'm stuck in bed and can't get out of bed because things are going wrong and life might be tougher. You know, Mm -hmm. life happens and gets in the way. However, most days I will sit there and I'll be, okay, what's the opportunity in this? If things didn't go as planned, what's one great thing that can come from this seemingly tough situation? And that philosophy or that conversation in my own brain has never let me down. Things there's always learning. When the student's ready, the teacher will appear. Uh-huh, Look right. at every failure and say, what can we learn from this? I remember five years into my business, I fired my entire company. 11 employees, one bad apple spoils the whole bunch. I had nine bad apples and I just said, oh. I'm going to start again. I cleaned house, but I took ownership for that failure. It was a leadership moment for me to sit down with these people and say, I'm sorry, I let you down. I didn't find the right people. Treat you right. Here is how life is going to change going forward. I, I got rid of everybody and started rebuilding a new team where I would find the right people and treat them right. Mm-hmm. So a moment that was tough. It's very difficult to go from a business of five trucks down to just one truck because that's all you mm-hmm. can drive at the same time. And you, you sit there and go, okay, what am I going to do to rebuild differently this time? And hadn't I wiped out my entire staff? we would not be the the company with the culture that we are today. So always seeing the opportunity in the failure as a uh, way to go forward. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk more with Brian Scudamore, founder and CEO of O2E Brands, about leadership lessons that helped him build the courage to face failure as a means of leaping forward to success. Stay with us. This is Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated. We focus on enabling visionary leaders to ignite, sustain, and boost the momentum it takes to generate game-changing results on and on. And we're on the web at businessadvance.com. We'd like to welcome our listeners and, of course, our many new listeners. If you're not already subscribed to our Growth Igniters community, you can get even more value by signing up. You'll receive reminders of our new bi-weekly podcasts, along with a link to a page filled with all kinds of resources. On off weeks, you'll receive a Growth Igniters post, which is about a two-minute read. So go to growthignitersradio.com and click the red Sign Up Now button at the top right of the page. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper, that's me, and Scott Harper. Today, Scott and I are speaking with Brian Scudamore, founder and CEO of O2E Brands, the banner company for 1-800-GOT-JUNK, WOW One Day Painting, You Move Me, and Shack Shine. Brian, how can people find out more about you, your companies, and of course, your new book? Well, I think, you know, the book's an easy one. You go to the world's biggest bookstore, and that's Amazon, and uh-huh. search for my name, Brian Scudamore, or WTF, Willing to Fail. If they want to learn more about any of our brands, go to O2E Brands. That's letter O, number two, letter E, brands.com. What O2E stands for is ordinary to exceptional. We're taking everything in this world, both uh, new entrepreneurs and opportunities that are ordinary and making them exceptional through leadership and customer experience. And then, of course, uh, Anywhere in the social world, go to Instagram, at Brian Scudamore, any of those social handles. Uh, they'll be able to find me and love to interact. That's great. And of course, again, people can go to growthignitersradio.com 
episode 153, and you'll also be able to get links over to Brian's story from there as well. So in the first segment, we were talking a lot about the courage it took for you to build your team. What would you say was the biggest lesson that you learned that involved failure about building the right leadership team, especially when you think about making your company sustainable for the long term? Yeah, I had one leader who in about 2007 and eight, when the financial meltdown of the world happened, uh-huh. I had a, the wrong leader for me. This person's gone on to be wildly successful in other in another company, but in my company, we just about bankrupted the business together. So I think the biggest lesson was trusting your gut. I had a company where I was surrounded by all these great people who thought that this person was absolutely the right leader to take us to the next level. But I worked so closely with this person and knew more information than others might have known that told me that this isn't the right COO for me. We weren't perfectly aligned on vision. I don't think this person really believed in my abilities and my unique gifts. And so we weren't the Mm -hmm. team we needed to be to, to go to the next level. And getting this person out, it was painful. It was expensive. It led to a constructive dismissal suit, all sorts of negative energy around the business at that time, mm-hmm. combined with the, the business melting down with the, the financial troubles in the world. But again, the lesson for me was one person is all it takes if you've got the wrong person in your company. One person can be the, the catalyst to really shift the energy and shift the direction as to where you're going as a business. Oh, absolutely. So how did you change the way that you went about recruiting and hiring uh, for your team? It is a really tricky thing to do. Yeah. So I I took out a sheet of paper. I wrote a line down uh, the middle uh, vertically. And I said on one side of the page, the left side, what are all the things in a business that need to have, need to happen for the business to be successful, that need to be done, that I love to do and that I'm great at? Mm-hmm. What are all the other things on the right-hand side of the line that need to happen in a business for it to be successful, but I'm not good at and I hate to do? Mm-hmm. And uh, the the long right-hand side of the list with what don't I love to do still needed to be done. So I started re- recruiting for someone where that was their left-hand side of the list, where that mm-hmm. was their talents and the things they love to do so that we could become this complementary driving force to build this together. That's so important for a team. You know, so much is going on in the world today, and we have to look towards tomorrow as much as we do today. Do you find Mm -hmm. that as you're out there looking for the next top talent, that you're also looking at not just what do I need for my organization today, but it seems like next week we'll need something new. Yeah, we're always looking ahead. We always have a four to five year vision, a painted picture, if you will, of where we're going and what that future looks like. And then Uh putting all the pieces together to figure out how do we get there at the same time. Yeah, you've been quite a disruptor in your field for sure. And you've you've built a system to take that into account so that it's easier and easier. In fact, we've read that you say that people don't fail, systems do. And it's a belief that's woven tightly into your culture. How did you learn that lesson? Yeah, I read that in a book uh, by Michael Gerber, who's since become a friend. Uh, he's an 82-year-old uh, author who's written so many books. And my favorite by far was The E-Myth Revisited. Right. Yes, so that Michael is a good Gerber, book. Yeah, so he, it's his philosophy, which I've since adopted as well. People don't fail, systems do. If you look at 
the systems in your business from the recruiting systems to the training systems to the operating systems, there's usually a missing or a broken system that is to blame, not a person. And so if you're not bringing in the right people and your recruiting systems are broken, it doesn't matter how good the training is. If you don't have someone that's a good cultural fit for your organization who has the same values, it doesn't matter how good your operating systems are. So it's it's really having a process, a, a series yeah. of checklists that can guide you through finding the right people and treating them right. Yeah, and you have to have a system for changing your system because you know that as you expand and as you grow and as you change your business, systems that used to work really well you know, don't necessarily work so well anymore. And you have to keep looking, what is it now that I need that I didn't need a little while ago? Absolutely. Absolutely. So what would you say is the biggest aha that you've had as you've been developing your systems and processes for tomorrow? I mean, it's such an exciting time for you, for sure. I think the biggest aha is is empower your people, trust your people to get out there and create the best practices. You can't, as an entrepreneur, create everything and you can't measure and monitor everything. So find the right people, treat them right, and let them go create the systems. Fire them up on the value of systems, show them how to create a system, but teach them to fish. Teach them mm-hmm. to get out there and create their own systems and uh, and watch things scale magically. Okay. Great advice. Well, we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, Scott and I will speak more with Brian Scudamore, founder and CEO of O2E Brands, about immediately useful ideas for failing together toward greatness. Stay with us. You are listening to Growth Igniter's radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. Brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated. We're on the web at businessadvance.com. Now, Pam, we've been talking with Brian about how important it is to accept and even embrace failure along the way to transformational success. But as we said before, it's not always easy. Sometimes there are issues that everyone can see, but nobody wants to talk about. They're uncomfortable. They're the elephants in the room. That's right. But leaving these issues unaddressed can actually lead to unnecessary failure and missed opportunities. Find out why in our Harper Report, Taking Control of the Elephants in the Room. This is one of our more popular reports because it's practical and addresses an issue that every leader and team faces at one point or another. So go to growthignitersradio.com, select episode 153, and go down to resources to request your complimentary copy of the report, How to Take Control of the Elephants in the Room. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. Over the last two segments, Scott and I have been speaking about the art of failing toward greatness with Brian Scudamore, founder and CEO of O2E Brands, the banner company for 1-800-GOT-JUNK, WOW One Day Painting, You Move Me, and Shack Shine. Brian, can you remind us how people can find out more about you, your companies, O2E Brands, the book, all of it? Well, I think uh, Google is always a great place to start. Put in my name, Brian Scudamore. You'll find our social media at Brian Scudamore on Instagram. You can get us at o2ebrands.com. 
there is a, a ton of information out there about the brands we're creating and how we're doing it. So love when people are learning more about what we're doing and how we might be able to help them. Okay. So let's look at the three immediately useful ideas for embracing failure as a way of accelerating toward greatness. This is a little free form. Our vision is that uh, people are going to finish listening and be able to immediately do something. So what's your first idea? First idea is come up with a vision. If you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there, as uh, Alice yeah. in Wonderland would say. <laughs> really have a clear vision of what it looks like. So if somebody's going on a holiday, for example, it's pretty easy to say, what does that holiday look like? What kind of cold beverages in your hand? What's the uh -huh. weather like? Who's with you? Think, Do the same thing for your business, for your life. Envision the future. Just imagine write it down on paper of what that future will look like by a certain specific date. And you have the starting of a painted picture. If you're, any of your listeners want a copy of our painted picture, if they go to at Brian Scudamore on Instagram and send me a direct message asking for the painted picture, we'll fire them off a copy of one of ours that they can see as an example. Oh, that's great. So now how often do you recommend that people go back and look at that painted picture these days? I don't know if you could do it uh, too often. I think it's one of those things that at least once a week, just have a read, have a scan. We as a leadership team sit down for each of our brands and we'll review them together as a group every quarter to mm -hmm. see how we're doing. These are the, the visual items of what does that future look like just to pull us all together into the same image. And then we start to say, oh, wow, we're missing on this. Or here's an opportunity that we didn't think about that might help us get closer to that vision. But what gets measured gets done and huge power in a painted picture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's interesting that you say painted picture because uh, neuroscience research has shown that images and imagining images in our mind, even if we aren't looking at them, are very emotional. It's a very emotional experience. And emotion builds commitment. Brian, what's another practical actionable thing that people can do to put this into practice? I'm a big fan of, um, of people, if they want to grow, learn, get out there and read. Yeah. So clearly you've mentioned my book as, uh, as one sort of, sort of group of stories sharing lessons learned, but I love the E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. There's so many great books out there. It's taking the opportunity to, to build up a, uh, a set of books that you find that will give you some learning in the areas that you might be weak. I think that's a great thing to do because there is so much that we need to learn. The key is actually taking the time to read them. How do you <laughs> keep current, you know, that you don't have like 10 books that are right on your bedside table? That aren't getting read. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, I think entrepreneurs love to listen to podcasts uh, I'm a big fan of some great podcasts out there, How I Built This, NPR's podcast. I think there's a whole bunch of really good ways to take in some short snippets of learning, even if you're not a reader. A lot of people will go and, and download books off of Audible. Right. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think I'm more of a listener in my car if I've got some spare moments or I've got a long road trip. You know, little snippets of, uh, of information on my phone. I'll often go to Flipboard and I'll read some different stories or short articles. I'm a, an, a voracious book buyer. I'm not necessarily the world's best reader and, uh, and don't make time as, as much as I should. So while I'm saying get out there and learn, it's find the learning style that works for you. Yeah. 
you know, learning comes in all kinds of forms, you know? So what would be a third immediately useful idea? Is asking for help. Find people who you believe you can learn from and just say, I've got a problem I'm trying to solve. I've got an opportunity here. You're someone that I believe can help me. Do you mind if I ask you for some help? Can we set up a phone call? Can we set up a coffee? I think people are scared to go to people that are seen as so much smarter than them to ask for help. But there's one thing about human nature. People love being asked for help. They love giving their advice and wisdom when someone looks up to them. So find mentors. And a mentor doesn't have to be an ongoing weekly coaching relationship, but someone that might help you through a problem that you're facing. Mm -hmm. Just go up to someone and say, hey, I know you've solved this before. Any ideas and feedback you can give me on this? What's the best way, Brian, to approach somebody who is so busy that, I mean, they... Well, like yourself, you know, you are an incredibly busy person and yet you make time for people to approach you. What would you recommend? Somebody is thinking right now, I have somebody in mind I want to approach and they're as busy as Brian Scudamore. What, what could they do? I think take the time to connect. Don't just send an email saying, can I pick your brains on something? <laughs> Give them more information. Tell them, you know, I, here's my challenge. Here's a bit about me and why I believe you can help me, X, mm -hmm. Y, Z, and, and just take the time to, to try and connect with them to get them bought into why that phone call will be useful. You know, the number of people that reach out to me that say, hey, can I, can I, can I buy you lunch? Can I buy you coffee? You know, I'm, 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 you know, they're, they're asking, they're doing, they're doing one, one good step towards at least asking, mm -hmm. but come on, tell me, tell me why you want to get together and chat. You know, I mm -hmm. don't need a free coffee. I need to, to, I've got the desire to help people. Tell me uh -huh. why you think I'm the best person that can help you. Otherwise, I, if I'm not the best person, I can forward you on to someone that I think might be able to help. So being specific and making it easy for the other person to understand what you need is going to be key. I think it's also important to be helpful to the other person as well. But I think having that relationship of give and take is so important to be able to be mutually beneficial to each other. Yeah, make it personal. Make yeah. it personal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. connect, connect on a human level and find something you've got in common and take the time to to really uh, get to know someone. And, and then you can, in turn, like you said, see how you might be able to also help them. Absolutely. Well, Brian, this has been a great conversation. Thank you so much for being our guest. Do you have some final thoughts to leave us with on how we can fail together toward greatness? Well, thank you for having me. No, I think you, you covered it all. I think that, um, you know, people should embrace failure and remember, as you said in the beginning, uh, Scott, that it's like a roller coaster. Yeah. And I think that, you know, as kids on a roller coaster, you put your hands up on the way up, you put your hands up on the way down, just embrace the failure and say, okay, I got it. It hit me, it hurt, but what can I learn from this so that I can get to a bigger, better place in the near future? Very inspirational. Again, our thanks. Thanks to both of you and uh, have a great day. You too. And thanks, Brian, so much. And thanks to you out there for listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. To get show notes and resource links for this week's episode, go to growthignitersradio.com, select episode 153. Until next time, this is Pam Harper. And Scott Harper. Wishing you continued success and leaving you with this question to discuss with your team. How can we increase our own acceptance of failure so we can fail forward together. Thank you.
Growth Igniters and Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper are registered service marks of Business Advancement Incorporated. All Growth Igniters Radio episodes are copyrighted productions of Business Advancement Incorporated, intended for the private use of our audience. Except as otherwise provided by copyright law, all other uses including copying, editing, redistribution, and publication without prior written consent of Business Advancement Incorporated are prohibited. All rights reserved.